Hey, it's Graham, and it's Thursday, and that means we're offering you another positive piece of a past interview. Each week, our team digs through the archives to find our strongest feel-good stories to present to you in podcast form. We hope you enjoy this week's serving. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. I believe it's August of your rookie year, your wide receiver Des Bryant. Uh, take me through the play and what you addressed with him that uh, apparently really impressed Cowboys coaches. It was in the preseason and we're going through situational uh, football. And at the time it was a situation where when you catch the ball, um, if there's 30 yards left, we need you to go down because if for some reason you trip going, trying to get into the end zone, the time runs out and we lose the game. So the situation is for you to catch the ball and go down immediately. Uh, and in practice, he catches it and he tries to go score a touchdown. And um, it was simple, just, hey, this is, this is, a, this is a mistake that will, win, that will win us a game later or lose us a game if you do that again. So catch that, catch that, go down. Uh, the kicker will come in, he'll do your job. You already did your job by catching that pass. He's and not the easiest guy to communicate with. He was, I mean, when you get to know people and, and you know how to talk to people, there's not somebody that's easier or harder to communicate with. Um, and that's something that's always been big for me is, is to get to know my teammates, get to know who they are besides the Des Bryant that the world knows or besides number 88, besides the guy that throws up the X, but the guy that, that has kids and, and, and goes home to those kids and uh, the guy that loves to play video games. You got to get to know that side of people uh, that allow on the football field to you, for you to say whatever you want. Even if subconsciously is there a way going into a situation like that, that you think about how to uh, address it with this person to get a positive outcome? Yeah, I mean, you have to, um, because some people want to be, some people you have to scream at them in front of other people. Almost, you can say, undress them with words uh, to get the best out of them. Some you have to pull to the side and, and say it, and you have to know how people to react or react to every situation. And uh, that's big for me to know my teammates, so, so I have that opportunity to do that when it presents itself. And, and what's a situation where you know that in order to get a, the most effective response from somebody, you have to scream at them in front of everybody? I'm not afraid to, to say whatever words come to, come to my mind. And to be honest, I'm a passionate guy. So if I undressed a guy with words, that was just what I felt I needed to do at, at that time. Um, and it wasn't something like, hey, I need to say death bomb or this or that to do it. It was just... This is what comes out, and, and it was real. And so that's why my teammates can respect that. When then-starter Tony Romo gets injured, is out a projected two-plus months, how quickly does the reality of what that means for you sink in? Immediately. I've been in that situation um, going back to, to high school. Uh, the guy gets hurt, I have to go in and play. College, he gets hurt, I have to go in and play. Um, so at this moment, uh, I'm just going in and doing what the team asked me to do. I was once told when an opportunity presents itself, you don't ask why. You take it and you run with it. Um, so that's something that I've always tried to, to try to do. How strange is that dynamic, even if both people have the best of intentions, knowing that both you and Tony want the same job? It's tough, but it's football. Um, we, can, we can both want the same job all we want, but there's 10 to 50 other people counting on us to do our job. So whoever the person is to go in there, he has a job now to help that man get ready. And if he doesn't, he's not letting me down. He's letting the whole team down because now his, oper his job is to be that role. Um, and so when I was a backup, it was the same way. I have to help the help starter out in whatever aspect that he needs it. And so the moment, just because I'm playing, we can have 
whatever personal relationship, good or bad, but this is for the team. It's much bigger than us two individuals. So you go on a tear that entire rookie season. You have, I think, one bad game. And after that bad game, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones comes out and publicly questions if Tony Romo should be starter again. And I mean, to your credit, you said all the right things. But deep down, what are you thinking in you know those private moments? Uh, another doubter. Um, whether he meant it intentionally or whether he was just trying to, to raise another man up. Um, it was just another doubter um, because I've done so much for this time and you're still questioning that. That's all right. But to give him a little bit of credit, he saw what Tony had done. Um, so I, I think of that as well. Um, so that's what allows me not to have any personal tension to a guy because I always try to see out of their eyes, see their perspective. But for me, it was just, hey, it's another doubter and I can't wait to, to uh, make you eat those words. You upset at the time? No, no, because... It's words. I've got the opportunity to go practice tomorrow. I've got the opportunity to go play in the game. Um, so I would only be upset at myself if I didn't take advantage of it. Your reaction to that speech Tony gave when publicly con- you know, conceding the role to you? I was impressed for one, to come out and say what he said um, on a personal standpoint, um, especially because Tony was Tony did exactly what I did at one point of time, of taking the man's job ahead of him because of an injury or because of um, because of this or that. So for it to come full circle and for him to say it with such class, uh, with a lot of humility, um, it was impressive. That's it for now. But if you're hungry for more in-depth with Graham Bensinger interviews, head over to youtube.com slash Graham Bensinger. You can dive into our deep library, which includes more than 2,000 clips spanning 11 years. Hope to have you back next week for our Monday and Thursday podcast releases. Thanks again for listening.